guess what? The I'm, band's back together. I'm in the same room as my co-host. What am I doing? I'm touching Brenna's face. I'm holding her hand to my face. We can, we're here. We can just, Physical we can beings. just, we can just put our heads together and just talk into one yeah. microphone again like the good Real old days. Real close. Oh, so but close. it's a better microphone than the good old days. Actually, we yeah. used this microphone when I visited your house. Yeah, we did, we Before did. Before you moved and abandoned me. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm visiting Maureen, and she introduced me to some of uh, her warrior cats, her local warrior cats. Yes, we do have local warriors out by our Coast Guard station. There's a whole colony of feral cats. It's really cool. It's, like, by a bunch of um, rocks right on the coast, so they're kind of... Yeah. And they actually have a little bit of assistance from the locals. There is they some do. cat food There's and cat food. little shelters made, which I think is great, but there yeah, are, like, little... Cute rocks and burrows they seem to have yeah. created themselves so uh keep keep an eye out for our new uh, rpg uh, warrior cats <laughs> rp about the cats on the hook you want to um, take no that's not a promise that's keep not out. A promise. i like heard the hesitation in your voice halfway through you're like actually i don't want to plan anything no i never was going to plan anything now but maybe yeah. one day yeah, so um, we're going to record and we're going to do our best because we're starting up a new book today, aren't we? We are, and it's my favorite book. We're starting Warriors, A Dangerous Path. I can physically... Do you like that, ASMR? That's a warrior cat book. Yeah. I think we should switch to what we do. Let's just ASMR right now. I'll just read the back. <laughs> I, I, I opened it up and she was like, she had the, Maureen was like, don't you dare open that. Or, don't excuse me, uh, Ember Heart. I'll just read the back. Can I read the back? Sure, or read the back. Anything? Okay, so we're going to No, we shouldn't we're spoil about to start. anything. Warrior Cats, what is that ASMR? Fire alone can save our clan. Shadow Clan has a dark new leader, but will he be satisfied with his power now? Or does his desire for revenge burn even more strongly? Fireheart fears there is a connection between the rise of Tiger Star and the terrible dreams of danger that haunts his nights. Meanwhile, a mysterious threat has invaded the forest, placing every cat's life in peril. Fireheart's beloved leader has turned her back on her warrior ancestors, and Fireheart can't help but wonder if she's right. Has StarClan abandoned them forever? Well, I don't think ASMR would work, because I just got real sleepy. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really get ASMR. So wait, this one's called... A, a Dangerous, Dangerous Path. Path. Okay, and this the is... the fifth book in The New Prophecies. On the cover here, I'm seeing... Is that Fireheart? Yes. Who the heck is that? Bramble Boy. Bramble Kid. Oh, and that's why he's, like, looking at him, like... Like, I Yeah, I you. guess. Isn't he the son of Tiger Claw? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Tiger Star now. That Tiger was Star. that happened. The, there was the drama of last time. Yeah, that's how we ended off book four. So let's start book five. All right, ready for the prologue? Oh, Hello. let's start. Let's how? <laughs> let's get started with book five. I'm Emberheart, and I'm Tangleton, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> Thank you. 
tried so hard to skip the intro. I did. And you just I almost did. forgot what we did. I just really want to get into this. This is my favorite book of the ah! first series. I gave you a bone. Yeah, Kathy. we have Miles in the room now. Um, both and he's he likes to get dramatic when we're both here. So I gave him a bone. He should be fine. All right, prologue. Okay. Inside the kennel that moves, everything was dark. Kennel that moves. The pack leader could hear the scrambling of claws and feel the dog next to him, but he couldn't see. He smells dogs, and beyond that, the smell of burned forest. He sits uncomfortably until the kennel that moves comes to a halt. Outside, he could hear man voices, and he understood some words. Fire, keep watch, guard dogs. Those are the words he understands. The pack leader smelled man's fear scent and the fresh cut wood. And he remembered coming here the night before. And before that. More than four paws worth of nights he had he had been there. And he had prowled the compound with the pack looking for intruders. The dogs snarled softly. The pack was strong. They could run and kill. They craved warm blood the terror scent of prey before the kill. But instead they were penned up, fed whatever man threw them, and obeyed man's orders. The leader rose to his paws, butting the door with his massive head, and he barks, Out! Pack out! Out now! Oh, okay, I just got that this was a dog. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I assumed it would be a cat. <laughs> Like, everyone has been a cat. Okay. I, yep, this okay. is a dog. I was wondering, I was like, pack? Weird. Maybe we're starting with the rogues. And then I was like, huh, weird that they haven't heard about the fire. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we're talking, these are dogs. Yeah. So the doors to the kennel that moves opens and man stood there barking an order. And the leader jumps down. The rest of the pack follow in a stream of black and brown bodies. Pack follow, pack follow, they bark. And the leader is sniffing along the fence, and the scents from the forest float towards him enticingly. Why are there guard dogs? Like, are, is someone in the forest that started the fire? I don't know. It might be some of their fences, like, burned down or something. What's going on in the human side of things? Yeah. <laughs> it seems chaotic for them, too. I think um, the fire... Well, fire must have started from lightning, but I think it was it happened in Tree Cut Place, so that's where they're logging. Oh, okay. So maybe they're on a rescue, search and rescue mission? Maybe, or they said they've been patrolling for intruders, so I guess maybe they've had issues. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, this doesn't really, really Why are there dogs? Okay. So, um, so the leader is sniffing along the fence about the forest. Okay. So out there in the prey-filled forest, the pack could run free. They could feed as often as they wanted because they would be the most savage of them all. Free, the leader barks. Pack free. Free soon. And he presses his nose against the fence and breathes in deeply. This is sad. Many of these scents he had never smelled before. But there was one he did know. Stronger than the rest. The scent of his enemy and the scent of his prey. Cat. And it's night, and the leader is pacing restlessly. Three days ago, he had found a hole. Ruh -ruh. Small, but he'd make it bigger. He digs and digs until he can squeeze himself through to the forest outside. 
free now, he barks. Come, come. And the last dog drags itself under the fence. The pack leader raised his head in a triumphant bark. Run, pack free, run now. Turning towards the trees, he bounded away, his back streaming behind his pack streaming behind him. Pack, pack, they thought. Pack, run. And the whole forest was their sands in their minds. Was their there sand in their minds? Was there what? The, the whole, whole forest, forest was. Oh, the whole forest was theirs. So the whole forest was theirs. And in their minds, there was one single instinct: kill, kill. What kind of horror novel is this? It was actually Miles. <laughs> Miles was the leader of the pack. Yeah, no. Miles was a gang leader in the city streets of Milwaukee. He was. Um, so... I guess I'm ready for the, um, the dogs to be an element. Like, I think it's hilarious that these random people are just like, well, a fire started in the woods... Better get the dogs out there to do what? But but they the, the dogs just ran away. Yeah. So basically, dogs. this guy just like released a bunch of hunting dogs into the woods. Yes. Which is going to be terrible for our uh, ecosystem. Yeah, for the ecosystem and for uh, the warriors. I imagine oh, yeah. will be positive. Um, but we'll see. But what? Maybe the these dogs don't sound like the sharpest tools in the shed. I mean, they have a different language than the yeah. cats. That doesn't mean they're dumb. Fair, fair. Though they have a more limited language than our warriors. <laughs> like, they're just like, dogs are stupid. That's a... We're, we're falling into some pet stereotypes here. Oh, like these pet stereotypes. So yeah. bad. Yeah, Miles is hurt. He's His feelings are hurt Should by being called dumb by this book. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron's. You're being prejudiced against my dog. Kidding, my dog's dumb too. Yeah, no, he's crazy All right. smart. Well, chapter one. Fireheart's fur is bristling with fury as he looked up at the new shadow plane. <laughs> oh leader. right, I forgot the drama just happened, and yeah. he's just like, "This sucks." Well, Fireheart spits his name. Time to stress. Yeah, his old enemy, the cat who had tried to kill him more than once. Yeah. Um, he was now the most one of the most powerful cats in the forest. Great, great, positive, awesome. So he failed to kill me when I l was in his clan, but now he can kill me with much less uh, punishment. Yeah, we slept in the same bedroom and he didn't do it. But now now he doesn't quite have uh, anything to hold him back. Yeah, now they could just like literally, if they even think about going into Shadow Clan territory. Oh, yep. My heart's dead. They, like, it, couldn't, it, it wouldn't even have to be him. It could be anyone. <laughs> And he would be like, I have to kill Fireheart. And they're like, well, you don't. He wasn't in that patrol. He's like, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Well, the clans, they're shocked to hear the death of Nightstar. But even more shocked that the former ThunderClan deputy was the new leader. Because yeah, nobody else knows. pretty wild. Yeah. Like, I heard that the deputy, like, I remember they said the deputy died too of the sickness. What was uh, Dark uh, Star's um, Nightstar? warrior? Nightstorm? Wait, are you talking about Nightstar? Yeah, what was their warrior name? Uh, Nightpelt. Oh, pretty. Well, they're dead now. Um, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, wait, he... But they were... Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, um... 
So Darkstripe is next to Fireheart, rigid with excitement, his eyes glittering. Oh, really, Fireheart, Darkstripe? Fireheart wonders if he's regretting his decision not to go with Tigerclaw. Oh, I just remember Blue Star isn't there. Thank God, she probably just would have lost her final life. <laughs> just out of shock. Well, Sandstorm comes up to Fireheart and says, Tigerclaw cannot lead ShadowClan. He's a traitor. I, I think we don't get... Like, any say, unfortunately. Well, yeah. Well, Fireheart reminds her that none of the other clans know he's a traitor. Oh, yeah. The other clans haven't heard. Fireheart wanted to tell them. So he just showed up in ShadowClan and was like, Yo, ThunderClan sucks. <laughs> and they were like, uh, yeah, agreed. agreed. <laughs> Honestly, it probably wouldn't have been that hard since they didn't know he was a traitor. Well, there's um, a novella we could look at about how Tigerclaw got in. Oh, really? ShadowClan. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, it's his whole process, how he became leader. So we can go back to that at one point. Exciting. But um, Sandstorm tells Fireheart that, you know, he should tell the clans. But will anyone listen to him? And would ShadowClan even care after the devastating sickness? You know, they, they just may not care what he had done as long as he could make them strong again. Maybe and no. Fireheart also feels some relief, though. Because maybe if Tigerclaw has satisfied his hunger for power in another clan, maybe ThunderClan could stop waiting for an attack. Uh, and he's struggling with these conflicting emotions. If anything, I feel like there's going to be more reason for the attack. Because now he has an army. Yeah, he wonders if he could ever forgive himself if he didn't protest Tigerclaw's rise to power. Do it. Do it. You've done stupider stuff with less reason. So Cloudpaw comes up to Fireheart with Mousefur behind him. And Yo, asks, Dad, I'm scared. <laughs> well, he asks Fireheart if he's just going to stand there and let that piece of fox dung take over. <laughs> and Fireheart's like, be quiet. And is interrupted by Tigerclaw speaking from the Great Rock. He's like, I'm 18. I do not know how to keep my opinions to myself. <laughs> well, Tigerclaw says he's pleased to be here. He stands before them He's as simpering. the new leader of Shadow Clan. Yeah, slimy. Nightstar died of the sickness that took so many of his clan, and Star Clan named him as his successor. Tallstar welcomes him as Tigerclaw says, "May Star Clan walk with him." Oh no, Tallstar says that. Oh okay. Tallstar says he hopes Star Clan walks with Tigerclaw. I was like, wow, Tigerclaw is really like landing on thick. Little Crooked Star meows in agreement and dips his head towards Tigerstar. And Tigerstar thanks them for their greetings and says it's an honor to stand on the high rock with him. Although he wishes the circumstances were different. Gross, he's so fake. And Tallstar- He's been fake, but God, he's so fake. Tallstar is like, hmm, there should be four of us here. Where's the Thunder Clan leader? <laughs> I'm Tallstar and I can't count. And <laughs> White Storm's like, Fireheart, it's time to go. This is your chance to- be in a very uncomfortable situation. So Fireheart scrambles up onto the rock, and the view takes his breath away. I'm a pie. Tallstar <laughs> asks why he's here. Did something happen to Blue Star? And Fireheart just tells him that she breathed in some smoke and is not well enough to travel, but it's nothing serious. Nice. Smooth. So Krugastar asks if they're going to start, because they're wasting moonlight. <laughs> so Krugastar calls the gathering to order. He welcomes Tigerstar and asks if he's ready to speak. And Tigerstar says that, you know, he's here by the will of Star Clan. Sure you are. Nightstar didn't have the strength to deal with the sickness. His deputy Cinderfur had also died. Fireheart now wonders if the sickness took all of 
nine of his lives. Um, and I mean, maybe he had lost them before. He looks I suppose to he running had just nose. come leader. He looks to running nose. His head is bent in misery. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. Remember, Fireheart did just break it to him that Yellowfang died. That was his former mentor. Today's just like a crap day all around. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crap. So Tigerstar said that Star Clan brought him to Shadow Clan. Not enough of the cats survived the sickness to hunt for nursing queens and elders or defend their clan. No warrior was ready to take on the leadership. And he tells them that Running Nose received an omen that another great leader would rise. And he swears by all his warrior ancestors that he will become that leader. Fireheart notices Running Nose shift uncomfortably. He looked unhappy <laughs> at the mention of the omen. And if you remember, I don't know if you remember the prologue for the last book. Nope. Um, well, the prologue for the last book is Running Nose and Shadow Clan, and he he gets the prophecy that tells him that Shadow a, a great new dawn is coming for Shadow Clan, and they will rise. But his clan is going to pay the highest price for their new dawn. So we'll see kind of what that means, mm. maybe. This is all kind of bad. And Fireheart realizes that if StarClan sent an omen, who was he to question their decisions? Oh no, you should say something though. Could he speak up about Tigerclaw against the will of his warrior ancestors? Yes, you can. Tigerclaw continues, and he says thanks to StarClan, he, he had other cats to bring with him that had proven themselves willing to hunt and fight for their clan. And Fireheart knows what cats he meant. Broken tails rogues. That attacked Thunderclan. Oh, jeez. So, um, but I mean, these were all former Shadow Clan cats. I mean, if when we read Tiger Claw's theory, mm-hmm. like it was just about him, you know, it's like when they come back, you know, it's not like they're hostile. It's like they're meeting their mates and their mothers right. and their children. So it's like they're, you know, their rogues are turning to where they roved from. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like. Well, so they're already bringing clan traitors back. Well, yeah, Tallstar's not happy about this. His so. Broken Tail's allies were as cruel and bloodthirsty as he was. Is it wise to let them back into Shadow Clan? Because, you know, they kind of drove Tallstar out. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So, Tiger Star explains that Broken Tail's rogue warriors obeyed him, and which of them wouldn't do the same for their own leader? Because the warrior code does say the leader's word is law. Yeah, that's not a stupid rule at all. Yeah, basically. So, you know, Tigerstar says that the cats, these cats are loyal to him now. And Blackfoot, Broken Tail's former deputy, is his deputy now. And he tells Tallstar that he's right to hate Broken Tail. But it wasn't Tigerstar's decision to take him into ThunderClan. And he spoke against that from the very start. But when Blue Star insisted on giving him sanctuary, loyalty his leader, loyalty to his leader meant that he had to support her. Is no one gonna like ask how he like left ThunderClan? Like, is no one confused at this point? I also can't handle like I don't know if I have the energy to do handle all this political intrigue, <laughs> like all this like careful like words and oh god this this tango. It is, it is a tango. All he asks is that Tallstar trusts him. 
and, you know, give his warriors no. a chance to prove that they honor the warrior code and loyalty to Shadow Clan. Okay. His first task is to make Shadow Clan well and strong again. And Fireheart thinks that hopefully, since Tiger Star had achieved his ambition, he really could become a great leader. I'm just, I'm just gonna, like, hope. I'm just gonna wish that he won't try to murder me. Well, you know, and he's saying that these out the outlaws deserved another chance, and maybe that's true. Why is Fireheart? Fireheart, what? Like, literally for the past couple times, he's just been, like, so mistrustful of anything Tiger Star has ever done. Well, and now he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, maybe he has turned a new leaf. Every hair on his pelt is prickling still. And he wants to make sure that Tiger Star knows that ThunderClan is not for the taking. What? Ugh. He has a lot of emotions about this. So Tallstar asks if Fireheart wants to speak. And Fireheart tells them how the fire... Um, you know, killed Patchpelt, Halftail, and Yellowfang. StarClan honors them. Wails of dismay break out among the listening cats. Mm. And he continues, you know, that Cinderpelt is their new medicine cat. Bluestar breathed in smoke but is recovering. None of their kits were harmed, and they're rebuilding camp. He doesn't mention the lack of prey or how open their camp still was. <laughs> I'm not, not going to bring up how crap... Oh, duh, dude. Good job. And... He says that they must thank RiverClan for giving them shelter, because without their help, more cats may have died. Crooked Star Star acknowledges his words with a nod, and Fireheart looks to Leopardfur. She's watching him intently. Leopardfur is the deputy of RiverClan. Oh, the one who doesn't really like them that much? Yeah. Okay. So Fireheart turns to Tigerstar. He tells him ThunderClan accepts that StarClan has approved of his leadership. His robe has stolen from all four clans, so it's good that they have their own clan again. <laughs> he trusts that they will be bound by the warrior code and stay in their own territory. And he thinks he sees a gleam of surprise in Tiger Star's eyes. Because <laughs> he's expecting him to be like, hey, this guy sucks. Well, Tiger Star. Oh, so. Um, he continues that ThunderClan will not tolerate any invasions into their territory. And in spite of the fire, they are strong enough to drive out any cat that sets a paw over their borders. And they have no fear of ShadowClan. Nice. So Tigerstar nods and tells him that those were brave words. But that Fireheart has nothing to fear from ShadowClan. And Fireheart really wishes he could believe that. <laughs> So Tallstar and Crookedstar give their news, and then the formal part of the meeting is over. So Fireheart jumps from the high rock, and Whitestorm says that he spoke well. And Sandstorm's eyes shine as she looked at Fireheart and pressed her muzzle against his neck. Good job. And Fireheart gives her cheek a quick lick and then tells them to say their goodbyes. And if anyone asks, ThunderClan is doing fine. (laughs) Fireheart goes up to Mistyfoot and asks her how she is, and of course how is Graystripe. Mm-hmm. And she tells him that Graystripe didn't come because Leopardfur was furious about the way he behaved during the fire. She says that- How dare you care about your friends and want to go home? In his heart, he's still loyal to ThunderClan. Yeah. But he's doing fine, and so are the kits, and he had asked her to find out how Fireheart was doing, so. She asked about Blue Star. He's like, and he just grabs her and is like, I'm so stressed. How you don't please. understand this um, so she asks about Blue Star, and Fire, Fireheart's like, mm, she'll be better soon. She's fine. Mistyfoot is glad to hear she's recovered. Don't worry about it. 
So Fireheart changes the subject and asks how Crooked Star was. Because he seemed so frail when they had been in River Clan. I mean, he doesn't say that last part out loud. Right. He's got a little tact. Just Good a job. little. Um, Mistyfoot says he's okay, but she's more worried about Greypool. She's so old and frail, and Mistyfoot is afraid she'll go to Starkland soon. That's her mom. And Fireheart wanted to give her a comforting lick, but wasn't sure how well that would go over. So he murmurs sympathetically and says his goodbyes. And he can't help but feel that trouble was in store for both clans because of Blue Star's secret. Which one? That Mistyfoot is her daughter. Oh. And not that she's, like, losing it entirely. Yeah. So they return to camp in the pale light of dawn. Brackenfur greets them, relieved, because he had been expecting Tigerclaw all night. And Fireheart tells him he can stop worrying, because Tiger Star is too busy to worry about them. He's the new leader of Shadow Clan. Who was worried? Brackenfur. Brackenfur goes, Great Star Clan. I do not believe it. Longtail comes across the clearing and he's like, did I hear you right? <laughs> Longtail's like, is Squeezy? He did. Longtail says that Shadow Clan must be mad. It must be absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Longtail's like, listen, listen, listen. I know I've said some things in the past. But this be cray. But it, yeah, like, <laughs> after I knew what I knew, uh, yikes. Yeet. Um, Brackenfur, I thought that was his son. Isn't that Tigerstar's son? No, that's Bramble. Oh. Bramble Pit. Oh, I, I guess I always forget who Bramble, or who Brackenfur is. Oh, Brackenfur was Graystripe's apprentice. That oh! Fireheart practically raised. Okay. Cinderpelt's brother. Sorry, uh, I was switching it. Okay. So, Whitestorm says that, Whitestorm says, well, so Longtail says they must be crazy, but Whitestorm says not, a, not at all. The sickness almost destroyed them. They were desperate, and Tigerstar must have seemed like a gift from Star Clan. You know? I mean, Shadow Clan was missing their strongest warriors because Broken Tailed Rogues were pretty much the strongest warriors. Right. You know, and everybody's sick and dying. Right. So they're losing even more cats. So it's, you know. Yeah, it's, it's similar to, like, any dictatorship that's ever risen up. Yeah. Taking advantage of a weak country. Yeah. So the other cats are gathering around them. He tells them that Whitestorm will tell them what happened, um, and then he wants a dawn patrol. Dustpelt, <laughs> Dustpelt volunteers him and Ashpaw, and Mousefur and Clawpaw also say they'll go. Now, he has to tell Bluestar. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, I'm like, when is he going to uh, rip that band-aid off? Yeah, so Cinderpelt is leaving Bluestar's den, and he asks her how their leader is. And Cinderpelt says that she didn't sleep last night, so she's giving her some juniper berries to calm her, but she doesn't know if it'll help. Fireheart says he has to tell her something, and she won't like it. And he explains the gathering to Cinderpelt. So, here's the deal. <laughs> well, Cinderpelt says that this will make her worse, and she hopes she can find the right herbs to help her. She's like, oh jeez, I need something stronger. <laughs> she wishes Yellowfang were here. Fireheart knows, but Stop. he tells her she'll be fine. She's a great medicine cat. And Cinderpelt says, well, it's not just that. I miss her, Fireheart. I can't. And she wants her, her scent and the feel of her fur and the sound of her voice. This sucks. And Fireheart knows. Fireheart's 
He knows. But she hunts the Stark Lane now. This sucks. Yeah. Cinderpelt will be going to High Stone soon, and she'll feel close to Yellow Fang then. So is it just like when you get to Stark Land, you can't fight anymore? What do you mean? Like, did Broken Star get into. No, he did not get into oh. Stark Land. Just like a, <laughs> meeting, like, not like your worst enemy. <laughs> just like meeting some people and be like, Hey, Ugh. I guess we're in the same clan now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's different. It's different yeah. out there. Just, you're like, hey, whatever. I'm yeah. a, I'm a star cat now. Whatever, man. You know. Well, Cinderpearl has work that needs to be done, and Fireheart needs to talk to Blue Star, and she tells him to be strong for her, because Blue Star needs him more than ever. Blue Star's in the back of her den. Her fur is rough and unwashed, and he can see every one of her ribs. She's staring off into the distance at something Fireheart can't see, and he says her name. She looks confused, as if she doesn't quite remember who he was. But then her ears prick and her eyes flood with intelligence. And she says, Fireheart, what do you want? And he tells her he's back from his gathering. There's some bad news. So... Shadow Clan has a new leader. Yeah, and it's someone... Interesting. You, you know him well. Um, you were familiar with his, his leadership work? abilities, yes, and his ideals. His uh, interesting methods. So this might not be too bad because we know he hates us. Well, it's Tiger Star. <laughs> so Blue Star leaps to her paws, fire in her eyes. Oh, jeez. Impossible, she says. But it's true. Fireheart saw it himself. Tiger Star spoke from the Great Rock with the other leaders. Blue Star is pacing back and forth, her tail lashing. And Fireheart backs towards the entrance, a little bit afraid she might attack him for bringing her this news. How dare Shadow Clan do this? How dare they shelter the cat who tried to murder her and make him their leader? Although Fireheart reminds her that they didn't know. They did not know about this, but Blue Star is not dumb. <laughs> not by a long shot. She asks what the other leaders thought. How could they let this happen? And Fireheart's like, they also do not yeah. know what happened. And Blue Star says that Star Clan has abandoned her. Oh, jeez, they again. They told her that fire would save the clan, but it has almost destroyed them. How can she ever trust Star Clan again, especially now? They have granted nine lives to that traitor. They care nothing for her or Thunder Clan. And Fireheart flinches and he says, Blue Star, listen. But she interrupts them and says, No, Fireheart, you listen. Her teeth are bared in anger. Thunder Clan. You listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Thunder Clan is doomed. Oh god, okay. Tiger Star will lead Shadow Clan to destroy us all. And they can expect no help from Star Clan. When did when did Blue Star become like the person down the street holding the end is nigh poster board? Cause After the fire. Yeah. Well, she was headed on her way. Oh yeah, but that's what was a breaking point, I think. <sighs> but Fireheart said that Tiger Star doesn't seem hostile. He only wanted to lead his new clan. And Blue Star laughs. She's like, yeah, you, you believe that? Yeah. You punk. 
If Fireheart believes that, he's a fool. He's like, well, you believe in him so much. Tiger Star will be here before Leaf Bear. Mark my words. And they'll be waiting. Because if they're all gonna die, they're gonna take a few of Shadow Clan with them. She's pacing back and forth. He's and like, Fireheart. Oh. Yeah, he is just appalled. He is just like, oh my goodness. And she tells him to double the patrols, set a watch on the camp, send cats to guard the border with Shadow Clan. Fireheart's like, we do not have enough cats for this. We can barely keep up the regular patrols right now. I don't know where to get them, but okay. And Blue Star asks if he's questioning her orders. Is he going to betray her too? Oh, jeez. Fireheart, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I love you, You can trust me, Mom. Mom, what? But Blue Star relaxes, and she says that she knows. Fireheart has always been loyal. Not like the others. And she limps back to her nest. And she tells him to set the patrols before Shadow Clan makes crow food of them all. And Fireheart says, Yes, Blue Star. And backs out of the den. So it's been three it's like days. This mad queen act is intense. Yeah. So it's been three days since the gathering. The Dawn Patrol has returned, and Whitestorm came to him. He asks if there's any sign of Shadow Clan, and Whitestorm says no. But there was something else. Not far from Snake Rocks, they found a whole stretch of undergrowth trampled down with pigeon feathers scattered all over it. Describe that again. A bunch of trampled undergrowth, pigeon feathers all over. Oh, yowks. Yeah, Fireheart asks if some other clan is hunting in their territory, and Whitestorm says, I don't think so, because the whole place reeked of dog. Just a dog. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Some irresponsible British guy. Yeah. I don't like the... What? Like, I'm still kind of stuck on that. Like, I know it's been, no. like, 20 minutes, but I'm still kind of stuck on, like, who is this guy who was like, I'm gonna let my, like, seven dogs out. Guys, go find something. And <laughs> then they just don't come back. Yeah, goodbye dogs. Because it's the 90s in Britain and the countryside, so, like, there's... They're not chipped. Oh, this is fantasy. It's fantasy Britain. No. Who knows? So they're super not there. chipped. Yeah. Um, Apparently send seven dogs out to get possible intruders other than Ivan Shore for a fire that was natural. Maybe they come every night. Who knows? <sighs> so, um, well, Fireheart's like, oh, just a dog. Two legs are always bringing their dogs in the forest. They bring their dogs, they chase a few squirrels, then their two legs take them home again. The only unusual thing is that this one caught something. He finds that kind of funny. <laughs> this stupid dog actually caught something. They actually hunt. Who even... A dog hunting? I would... I, I, I'd love to see that. But Whitestorm looks serious, and he thinks they should tell the patrols to keep their eyes open. And Fireheart says okay, although he thinks the dog is probably a long way away by now, shut up with its two legs. Dogs were noisy nuisances, but he has more important things to worry about. Like, what he's going to eat for dinner. Well, Fireheart follows Whitestorm to the fresh kill pile. Cloudpaw is there with Brightpaw, and he's complaining that there's not a decent mouthful here. And Fireheart told him that prey is scarce, and Cloudpaw decides they need to hunt again. He'll go as soon as he finishes eating. Fireheart says he could come with them. He was going to send out a patrol later. And Cloudpaw says he cannot wait. He is so hungry, he could eat Fireheart. <laughs> I love <laughs> Listen, Dad. 
uncle, dad, father, person who raised me. Um, I will eat you. I'll kill you myself if I don't get something to eat. What a yeah. teenage move. Well, yeah, what a teen. Didn't he get introduced in as a, a warrior at the gathering? No, Cinderpaw as the new medicine cat. Oh. He was already, was he already introduced as a warrior? Cobpaw? Yeah. He's an apprentice. Oh, he's still an apprentice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. So I suppose um, he just got back from being kidnapped. Yeah. So he's not ready yet. Well, the other, three of the other apprentices are older than him. Oh. Too. Yeah. Um, Swiftpaw, Brightpaw, and Thornpaw are older. So. Um. So Cloudpaw asks Brightpaw if she wants to come, and she looks to Whitestorm, and he nods. So Fireheart says, all right. But he's a little annoyed that Cloudpaw hadn't asked for his permission. <laughs> but the clan does need fresh kill. Like, he's not wrong. And Fireheart tells him to stay close to camp. Cloudpaw complains that the best prey is far away where the fire didn't reach. But he promises Fireheart that they will be fine and they'll hunt for the elders first. They race through the entrance of camp. Apprentices, Whitestorm purrs. Dawn patrol and now they're off hunting. Wish I had their energy. <laughs> Whitestorm's like, He's just like, man uh, am I old. Who's who? Whitestorm. Whitestorm's like, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> and Fire, Fireheart's like, uh, remember when I believed in myself? But I felt that. Like, when I was a freshman, I made an entire, like, replica of a bee out of cardboard and glue only. Right. And then you get to senior year and you're like, how? how I can't even type a paragraph. Like, I can't find a pencil. <laughs> I don't think I go to, am I still in school? Like, yeah, no, I've, I, I've looked past that, like, myself and been like, man. I think of high school me. High school me was like, go, go, go. And I was just like drawing all the time, just drawing and always improving. And now I'm like, and like barely taking care of yourself. A, oh yeah, like I was. Like, I was so sleep. dehydrated throughout all of high school. Oh yeah, same. I like never drank water. I if you're in high school or middle school, I suppose like it's more common now to carry water bottles, but drink water. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. All right. So Fireheart is finishing up his meal, and Sandstorm approaches him, and he admires the ripple of her fur, and asks her if she'd like to go hunting. Cute, but I imagine her being like, so, that was a lot. <laughs> well, she says it looks like they need it, and um, she'll wait to eat until they come back. And he calls to Longtail and tells him to come join their hunting patrol. Longtail tells him that Swiftpaw needs to work on his defense moves. Fireheart tells him that he can do that later. Making it clear this time that he's giving Longtail an order. <laughs> Longtail flicks his tail irritably, but Swiftpaw looks enthusiastic and his eyes are bright. He was the oldest of the apprentices, and Fireheart needs to talk to Blue Star soon about his naming ceremony. And he thinks probably Cloudpaw, Brightpaw, and Thornpaw too. The clan needs the clan needs more warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not quite like child soldier warriors. We need some more warriors. Brackenfur is Brightpaw and Thornpaw's littermate. Oh, so he's, he's already like a adult. warrior. Yeah, so like these these guys are ready. They're ready to become warriors. Um, so Fireheart takes his patrol out to Stunning Rocks, and he's having all the hunting parties do border patrol as well in order to satisfy Blue Star's orders for the double patrols. So all. Because they just don't have the cats. Mm. They just don't have the cats for it, you know? So Fireheart wants them to keep a careful watch on ShadowClan. But he's also not going to neglect RiverClan. Remember, he's not trusting. He's like, he's like, I'm going to keep my eyes 
in every direction. Directions. Like, don't, 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 don't gotta worry about Wing Clan. Yeah, Wing Clan is like. Wing Clan's fine. Oh, Wing Clan. Oh, Wing Clan. But yeah, so especially since Crooked Star is growing old, Leopard Fur has had more authority. So he's... Yeah, and Leopard Fur hates him. Yeah, Leopard Fur. Leopard Fur does not fit in with River Clan's free love and society. <laughs> she she wants to go, go, go. She's the one who's just like, no can chill. you guys stop picking flowers for two seconds? Yeah. Nobody's going to lay on those rocks. We're going to fight for them. Like, As Sunning Rocks, Longtail tells his apprentice to listen for mice and voles. And Fireheart notices, you know, Longtail's a very good mentor. And there's actually a strong bond between him and Swiftpaw. Um, Fireheart catches a mouse and Sandstorm compliments him. And he offers it to her, but she tells him tartly that she can catch her own prey. Fireheart's like, did I offend her? No, she's a, <laughs> he's like, oh, I actually don't know how to talk to women. Yeah, no. <laughs> you want to watch out with that one. A voice meows behind him. She'll claw your ears off if you're not careful. Graystripe! Hi! Gray but also, stripe. like, and <laughs> Fireheart's like, I, I like that. <laughs> Well, Graystripe had seen him from the other side of the river and swam over. And he never thought he'd see Fireheart catch him prey for Sandstorm. Mm. And asks, uh, she's special to you, is she, Fireheart? I'm not jealous. Fireheart doesn't know what he's talking about. Jeez. Sandstorm's a friend. It's five-year-olds. No, I don't like her. Graystripe says, sure. If you say so. <laughs> and he tells Fireheart that he's lucky. She's a very impressive cat. And that is true. And Fireheart's about to object. He is. But maybe he was right. Maybe I should... So, I mean, I've never really... Like, my life has never been, like, in ever, like, a good spot where I've been thinking about, like, having a relationship that doesn't end in tragedy, having children that doesn't end in tragedy, having anything that happens to me that doesn't end in tragedy. But, like, maybe... Maybe I can think about it. <laughs> so... He changes the subject to ask about River Clan. So, um, but Graystripe says there's not too much going on, but everybody is talking about Tiger Star. And Fireheart tells him that he doesn't know what to make of it. Just, Maybe he's different. Maybe he could be a good leader. And Fireheart's just gonna keep repeating that until he believes it. <laughs> Does Graystripe know about his betrayal? Yeah, Graystripe was there for that. Okay. Remember, River Clan came and saved them. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't sure when that all. Yeah, no, that was Tiger Star attacked Thunder Clan and stuff like that, and then River Clan came to their rescue, right? Took the kits, Gray Stripe, or came to take the kits, right? And they were like, "Y'all's not a great time, right? <laughs> we have some internal management issues we yeah. need to address." So yeah, so he was there for that. Gray Stripe, Gray Stripe says no cat can trust him, you know. But Fireheart points out that it's not up to them to trust him now. Yeah. And, you know, he has his own clan, and letting those saw an open that Star Clan would be sending a strong leader. And Graystripe says he'll believe Star Clan sent Tiger Claw when hedgehogs fly. <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop for today. All right, so. No, we really cannot trust Tiger Star, and I think that's. No, you think that'd be kind of a given. Kind of a gimme. Kind of a gimme. Definitely. How do you think this book is starting to shape up? Well, there was a wild beginning. I yeah. 
where's that entirely go? out of a left field just yeah. dogs i like how it took me like a solid like minute of listening to it to be like oh this dog <laughs> oh this dog because i was like thinking it was like since it was like i was like man what like animal would know the word like what kind of cat would know the word kennel or like understand the word like other dogs and i was just like and, and i was like maybe it's like a cat with like that was being like a like a pet catcher mm-hmm. like in like the dalmatians or <laughs> but then i was like oh no these are dogs these are so. just straight up dogs i'm excited to kind of see where that goes because uh, those always seem to intertwine in a very interesting way yes. i'm excited for tiger star to uh maybe be chill no i mean i don't believe for a second he'll be uh, chill i think he'll be plotting uh-huh. maybe it won't happen this book but something will go down and I'm think I'm sure it'll be if not happening in this book, it'll be heavily suggested. We'll have to wait and find out. Tune in next time as we continue our coverage of Warrior Cats: A Dangerous Path. I'm Ember Hart, and I'm Tangletone, coming to you from the same room. This is Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.